Hey guys, it's Carly. And this is Jade. Welcome to Mommy's Tell All. Today we're going to talk with former pediatric ER nurse Shannon Tripp. She has online courses for moms to educate them about medicine and health, and I cannot wait to hear all the tips she has for us. Hey Carly, how's life over in Nashville? <laughs> Jade, I'm a mom bee. I'm a walking a mom. mom zombie. Oh no. It's one of those weeks. It's like the week where everything goes wrong and it's so I'm so tired. Like I was 10 minutes before we started to podcast. I was sitting there going, can I do it? Can I do it today? So I poured <laughs> myself another cup of coffee. I think this is my third already. And I'm just trying to get by. I really am. It was it's ugh. I won't judge you if you lay down on the ground and podcast today, just to let you know. (laughs) If for some reason I go silent, it's not because I'm dead or anything. It's It's just because I fell asleep. Uh, Okay. So this week has been crazy because Evan started feeling sick. And so we made him go get, we, I made him go get a test and he went to one of those, like you drive in COVID units or whatever it's called. And so and then he quarantined. So we didn't see him. They called him in like five days. Th- those are also like the longest five days when you don't have like any help. Right. Oh and my you're gosh, like, yes. I was like freaking out. So they call him and supposedly if they call you, then it's probably like a positive result. So he's like starts panicking and they said, hey, we just wanted you to know that someone forgot to write your birthday down on your COVID test. So you have to come back and redo it. We can't test it. Which, how does that even make sense? I have no idea. I think the call was at like one and he's like, okay, at four o'clock, I'm going to go to this hospital, which is supposed to have like quicker results. And But he, he said like the test is so bad. He's like, I'd rather have a thousand shots put in my body than take that COVID test again. And he's like, it's so horrible. I heard it touches your brain practically. It's like, yeah, he's, he said it's like, really, it hurts but. so bad. <laughs> he's like, and so he pulls in. And I'm texting him like, how is it going? And he pulls in the hospital and like had pulled out because he like got so scared to take it again. And he's like, I just pulled out of the hospital. I'm like, why? And he's like, because I'm like really freaking out. (laughs) I'm like, pull back in. So he goes, takes it again. They said two to three days. It's day four. We still have no results. It's been so exhausting. And then on top of that, usually I can get help from my mom and dad. And then someone at their store started having symptoms, went and got a COVID test. Her test came back in like a day and a half negative. And so, and then she was feeling, she just like went and took like a really long nap and woke up and was like, I really think I just was like super tired or something. And she was totally fine. Her <laughs> results came back negative. And Evan's still, we're still sitting around waiting for this dumb test to come back. And he's feeling fine now. And it's been, I think, what, it's been nine days. So I'm just like so tired. So what's the length that you're supposed to quarantine anyway? I mean, if he's done nine days, he could probably They come said back. that if you're showing mild symptoms. So he really he just said he was super tired if he'd get up and walk around he'd be like oh my gosh I'm gonna faint like I'm so tired he had mild congestion like and a little bit of an itchy throat 
but he it wasn't like the usual symptoms of it being hard to breathe and like he had sweats but he didn't have a fever but he was just like better safe than sorry did he lose so his um sense of taste or whatever i heard that's one of the sense like, of smell or yeah are you he, or, sense of smell or you can't taste anything isn't that one of the more like mild mm-hmm. symptoms no he, he lost his appetite you make food and it's not eaten he just like is eating protein bars <laughs> whatever but because i'm so tired it's been it's been like bad mom week he's like in the other room and i'm texting him oh my god bella just choked we were eating dinner bella just choked so i had to like hit her back she was fine but she was really scared and then I put her in the bathtub and then I see something on her leg and there was a tick on her. Ugh. And I was just like, oh my God, what next? <laughs> what next? It's just been like so crazy. Of and course. And then she stopped. She, she wouldn't sleep. Now she started this thing where at night she's just, I think it's because she misses Evan and she's like confused on like why he's like there but not there. And so she's just screaming my name. I put her down at night and she just goes, Mommy! Like she has the devil inside her. It's so scary. It's the craziest sound. Oh my gosh. So the other day I just blew up an air mattress. I put it next to her bed. I took the monitor in with me to her room. I just slept on the air mattress for like an hour and then crawled out of her room. Cause I was like, you know what? I can't like, I don't even know what to do with my life right now. (laughs) I'm not functioning properly. Yeah. That sounds terrible. I'm sorry. Oh, it's just been so crazy. But the good part was that Julia randomly was like, hey, I miss you and I want to come into town. Could I come for two days? I'm like, yeah. And it happened to be like the two days that my mom and dad couldn't come over and help, which was like right when she came. And it was amazing. I mean, she literally was here from like 7 p.m. on Monday to 6 a.m. on Thursday and she was still working, but it was like so amazing just to have somebody there to talk to. I feel like I hadn't talked to anybody in so long. Yeah, for real. You'd just be like, hold this baby. Like, hold. <laughs> can you can you just talk to Bella for a minute? Because she like really needs my attention and I can't give it to her because I'm just slowly wasting away oh. over here. Oh, I'm so, so yeah, sorry. It's insane. It's okay. I mean, I'm just waiting. I'm waiting for the text that says, the result is negative. Like, I'm just waiting for that text. It just isn't coming. Well, <laughs> honestly, I feel like he's quarantined long enough that, like, even if I he got too. a positive, it's like, out. well, you are probably fine now. I don't know. Everything, I feel like every little, like, county has a different policy on what's correct. So I don't even know. Right. But what I think is funny is that they could tell Evan, like, we think you're positive, but... You don't have your birthday on it. So we can't even run the test. Like, how can you say yeah, that? It, he was like, what are you talking about? He was like, this doesn't make any sense. And also, this is y'all's mistake. When he went to the hospital, they said so many people are coming in there saying that the other people had made a mistake and couldn't do the test. Well, I definitely understand that because I worked, I worked in a, a hospital lab when I was a phlebotomist. And if we messed up on the paperwork, we'd have to redraw and then the, oh. the nurses would be mad. The doctors would be mad. The patient would be mad because they're getting pricked again. Yeah. But like if you mess up on that stuff, they have to have all of that just protocol. Um, so I do get like why they couldn't use it. It was just invalid, but it's still it's it's definitely their fault and it sucks. But for them to say it like sucks that it's not like a back of the mouth swab or like drawing your blood. It's like yeah. a Q-tip 
touching well, your brain. Also, this is like reason 5021 why men can't have babies and shouldn't have babies. I know. Because they can't I even know. handle a swab up their nose for and he's two like, seconds. I'm so tired. I'm so I'm tired, so Carly. Tired. I'm like, oh, you're tired. <laughs> Lis- listening to you describe all of his symptoms, I'm like, that sounds like my pregnancy. <laughs> oh, yeah. And I, I get up every like- day and do all the things. And you do all the things because you have to do all the things. I know part of me, I was like, can you please show me <laughs> the receipt of where you took the test? <laughs> I need to know that this isn't just like, you pretending to go take the test and you just would really like a week break because a week break sounds awesome. And he's like, they just don't have the results. I don't know why. He keeps taking pictures like every hour. He takes a picture of his computer where it says like, like no results or something like or results not available yet or something and sends it to me. And I'm like, oh, you're like fabricated. <laughs> I know. I'm like, who did you pay to put your name on that? <laughs> I don't oh. want to downplay it because I know it's a serious thing, but also at the same time, I want to make fun of it. <laughs> I know. I just want to make fun of him. Yes. Really. <laughs> Husbands in general. <laughs> but I mean, I do feel bad, you know, like we FaceTime with him and his eyes were like really bloodshot and he did. He was very tired, but I'm really tired too. <laughs> Where's my break? <laughs> What about me? Oh, help me. Oh, my gosh. Um, but anyway, it's going to be interesting today to um, talk to Shannon because she has all medical tips. Maybe she'll have some medical tips for Evan or, you know, even for the kids already being around that environment. And, uh, you know, Liam and Ainsley are going back to school, so yeah. they're going to be, you know, around a million people. So, like, immunity boosting for children. We have to ask about that. Yeah, or just like, um, I mean, I know schools are setting up things to be as safe as possible, but just how our children can be safer in their right. work, uh, school environment. Also, she she teaches like things such as like what to do if your kids have, like your baby's had a head injury or like if your mm. baby fell off the bed, what you should look for when you should take them into the hospital. And also she talks about other things like how to help your child if they're choking, which you just went through. So, yeah, uh, she's I know. And I'm kind of I was watching her videos and I there was one that was like for a baby and one that was for a child. But Bella's like in the middle of that. I'm like, what do I do for like a two year old? Oh, yeah, that's a good do you question. Do the back hit or do you do like the up chuck thing? Whatever that's called. Not up chuck, but whatever. The, I don't like, know. Thrust. I can't think anymore. The thrust. Yeah. <laughs> Shall we get her on? Yes. Let's. Let's take a quick break and let's hear from some of our sponsors. We obviously know your background, but for our listeners, can you give us a little bit about your background and how you came to do what you do today? Sure. Yeah. So I'm just a normal small town girl who has really always loved babies and kids. I would just be like the babysitter for free and I would just hold everybody's babies and I just always wanted babies, like lots of babies. And then I grew up and I was able to have them myself and (laughs) I got married and we moved. I mean, we still kind of lived in a small town, but we started having babies and I just fell in love with the whole, I mean, it's way harder than I expected, like way harder than I expected, but I fell completely head over heels in being a mother and then helping other mothers. So when I had my first baby, 
um, that's when I graduated and I was a pediatric nurse and I knew that's what I wanted to do forever and ever because I just wanted to take care of babies. In fact, when I was a little girl, I, I remember like tiptoeing up into the, you know, the nursery in the hospitals when you used to be able to see the babies. I remember like tiptoeing up in there and being like, mom, who's that? Who's that lady in the chair rocking that baby? That's what I want to do when I grow up. That's so cute. I know. So that's, that's kind of where my journey started. And I became a nurse and I knew I wanted to work with kids. And then I just found my home in the emergency department. So that's what I've done the last 10 years. And then alongside of that, having four kids in that time as well. That's a lot. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I know. Some people are like, are those all yours? I'm like, I might not be done, you guys, so don't judge me. <gasps> oh my gosh, good for you. <laughs> I don't know, but that's still that's still a heavy conversation for Jade's later. steadily coming up behind you, like with the yeah, three. Jade. Uh, yeah, I have three, and we. I, I was like, this is my last, and now I'm like, well, maybe. I know it's kind of hard to know. Like you're like, can I? Can I not? I love it. Do I want one? It's just hard. It's hard to know. My body says no, but my mind and my heart are like. Mm. I don't know. <laughs> Same. Can I handle another one? I want it, but yeah. I don't know. <laughs> oh, man. Meanwhile, no, I'm over here awesome. like, no, 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 <laughs> no. I just gave away all my maternity clothes. <laughs> so I didn't have them in the house anymore. <laughs> I love it. You know, all of us have like different gifts, different capacities. Different, oh, totally. And, it's, and that's what's so great. Like we all just get to do what feels best to us and – and cheer each other on. I think it's amazing. Oh, yeah. Totally. Um, okay. So I have a question. So being a pediatric nurse for so long, what's the most important thing for moms to know medically or maybe the top couple things that kids came in and moms just did some did it wrong or didn't know the answer? Um, like, could you give us a few examples? Yeah, totally. That's such a great question because – I think that's what brought me to this place is I, I had been a pediatric nurse for years and years and years, and I would see moms come in and be just panicked over something that I knew wasn't that big of a deal or the opposite. They would come in and their baby would be in the car seat, not breathing and blue. And they were like, yeah, they're just acting different. And I'm like, oh my my gosh. So that gives me such anxiety. I can tell you how many times I saw that, like so many times. And so as a mother and as a nurse, I'm just like, whoa, like we are not moms because I was already a nurse when I became a mom. So I, it was just kind of like what I knew. Right. I was thinking all the time, every day I'd go to work, like moms just don't know. And it's not their fault. We're just not ever trained to know when to worry or when not to worry. And nobody tells us. Yeah. And we're just learning as we go, you know? Right. Yeah, totally. And sometimes, and that's a beautiful thing, but at the same time, sometimes we need to know, (laughs) you know, like we, we have to be capable of helping our child when they need it. And so, um, an example, Carly is when my son was about 10 months old, he choked on a peppermint candy. Mm. We were in a restaurant and, and I put him in a um, car seat and we were saying bye to my friends and he started choking. My little girl came over and was like, Jack's choking, Jack's choking. So I go over there and he's completely blue. No air going in or out, like nothing. And I immediately did what I know how to do. And I, you know, got him out and I did the back blows and it just wasn't working, wasn't working, wasn't working. And 
finally that peppermint candy just like shot across the floor and he took his big breath and just laid on my shoulders and I like fell to the ground in the middle of the restaurant and started bawling. And I just thought to myself, like, what if a mom wouldn't have known what to do in that moment? It was like my purpose. And like, I, I still get, I still get chills thinking about it because I'm like, I need to show moms what to do in situations like this. And I need to help them know when to worry and when not to worry and how to care for their babies. Because we, we deserve to like enjoy motherhood and not, not wake up anxious every day. And a part of that isn't avoiding these conversations. It's learning about them and it's Mm -hmm. becoming empowered and educated to know what to do to help your baby. So that's why I am here. That's why I started my social media account just a couple of years ago. I never would have imagined it was where it is now. And I just feel, yeah, obviously super grateful and have so many examples of things that can help moms that I've seen in the ER. Um, Jay, do you remember that time that Bella choked when we were at dinner that one time and I flipped her over and did back blows and she threw up all over the floor? I will never forget that, that girl, actually. Carly. That was so scary. <laughs> it was very scary. Oh, my gosh. Um, oh, and you never forget those times. Oh, ever. my gosh. Yeah. And, and then she threw, she threw up twice. I felt so bad. I was like, oh, my gosh, Aww. these people have to clean up my kids throw up. But it worked. Um, <laughs> but I, have, alive. I do have a choking question because Bella choked on something else the other day. She's only choked those two times. And this was like last week. So I know you have a video um, that shows what to do when an infant chokes. And you have one that shows what to do when a child chokes. But what was I supposed to do for a two-year-old? And was I supposed to do back blows or was I supposed to do the child version with the thrusts? Of the Heimlich. The yeah. Heimlich. Okay. So, yep. So you, have, you have, so you have back blows and then you have abdominal thrusts. And the gold standard that they teach in medicine is that at a year old, you're to switch from back blows okay. to the abdominal thrusts. However, there is some gray area working in that field of how small the child is. And if they can easily be picked up and thrown over your legs, you can do back blows, then start with that. And that's kind of like what I say. And if they are a little bit too big and you're like, oh, how do I throw them up? Then that's just kind of your right. Just follow your gut. What's the easiest position to get them in to try to get that air to move? Gotcha. I, I threw over my leg like I did last time and it it worked. But and then yeah. she was like so scared. Obviously, we yeah. both were. I was like, I don't know if, that I did that after I re- watched your video. I was like, oh man, like it worked, but that yeah. wasn't the right way. <laughs> you, that's okay though, and I, that's why I like to say like whatever you feel, uh, whatever you feel like doing is probably what you should do. There is a gold standard we have to like learn from, but always follow that mama gut because it's usually right. What was the most common thing? that people came in with that you dealt with with children oh man honestly probably head injuries so many head injuries okay yeah no I feel like head injuries is one of like the scarier things as a mom because you know if they fall backwards and they hit their head really hard on the ground and you don't know what like what to really look for or like when to put your child back down for their nap or if it was like right before bedtime and it's just one of the scarier things so I can imagine that would be a very common one for moms to come in on because we literally don't want to mistake it for nothing when it is something. 
Yeah, that yeah, that's a really good point. And it's inevitably going to happen, right? Because our kids yes. are growing right. and they're jumping and they're falling and head they're injuries. Crazy. Is, <laughs> yeah. It's kind of like that's not really a discussion of whether or not it's gonna happen. It's just when right. it's going to happen and what we need to watch for. Uh the good news for moms, and again, like things like this is it's pretty straightforward most of the time. Do you need to worry or do you not? And it's pretty straightforward if you know what you're watching for. And so that's another, yeah, that's a fantastic example of like, we're not taught this, but really you don't have to be a nurse to know this stuff. What would be the things to watch for like vomiting or like what? Like pupils? Yeah. So, so there's, there's three really big ones to watch for. I think starting, starting off your brain needs to kind of take into consideration age and then the mechanism like how high they fell from, what they hit, how hard the floor was, and then their response. So how young they were, because anybody younger than two is at most risk. So if you have a brand new baby that fell off a bed onto carpet, you're actually going to be more worried than a five-year-old who fell off a counter onto the floor. Does that make sense? Yeah. So, yeah. So you, so age is a really big one and then mechanism and then their response. So how they respond right after, if they immediately get knocked out, if they pass out and they're unresponsive, that's just a huge red flag to to know that something is wrong and you obviously need to call 911 or have them seen. If they don't though, and they cry right away, just know immediately, okay, they're crying right away, like good sign, you know, and then just love them and just talk to them normal. Step back and pretend, like say to yourself, if I didn't know that they hit their head, would I be worried about them? That's mm-hmm. the best advice that I can tell a mom is like, step back and pretend they didn't hit their head. If they're acting normal, then great. You don't need to worry about that. But if they're confused or if they like are not responding to you okay, then those are some big red flags. Persistent vomiting is a huge one. Sometimes babies or kids will vomit once, maybe even twice. But if they have continued vomiting, that's another big red flag to take them to be seen. I'm like thinking, oh my gosh, if that happened, I would be like super panicked. <laughs> but, <laughs> I try but, to be calm and I think I'd be really panicking. But Kylie, you're going to be so smart pretty soon. And then you're not. Oh my gosh, I'm going to know all you're the gonna things. You're going to know all the things. <laughs> <laughs> okay, guys, let's take a break really quick and hear from one of our sponsors. Okay, so obviously right now we're living in the weirdest pandemic time ever. What (laughs) are some things that we could do today to help our kids' immunity to like fight as much as it can? Yeah, yeah. Well, I'm glad you asked because that's something that I am super passionate about. I, you know, grew up learning about Western medicine, but I have become really passionate about natural and holistic care in my home. So I kind of find this balance between the two of them. And I love to do everything I can to keep my babies home and to help other moms keep their babies home and not have to go in and see the doctor or to the hospital if they can. And so the biggest thing that I think moms sometimes miss is how much power they have in their child's immune system. Like kids are built strong. And we can help them by what we feed them. And sometimes it's hard. It's like, well, my kids don't like this or they don't like this. And that's okay. Kids are still learning and growing and you have opportunities to keep introducing different foods and things like that. But 
food is the biggest one. So we don't have to get too much into it. But like right now, if we can all cut out a little bit of processed sugar and a little bit more, you know, I mean, not saying wheat and dairy are bad, but just like more whole foods for them. That is like their biggest defense. And then adding in any supplements that you feel like adding in. But I think that we have a lot more control over their immune systems than we believe. And it starts with what we feed them. I just started giving Bella like a probiotic and a vitamin and some magnesium because she's always constipated. Yeah. (laughs) No, we're trying. We actually just cut gluten from her diet because I'm gluten free and hoping that that might start healing her system in the next little while. I feel like she feel, I don't know. I personally feel like she is so much healthier just even adding in supplements and stuff. Yeah, totally. And I talk about supplements and my favorites on my page all the time because I feel very passionate about kids sometimes don't get everything they need. So adding in a little supplement sometimes helps a ton. And now in this pandemic, we're learning so much more about zinc and vitamin C and all of these things that are helping actually like treat the coronavirus and we're like oh we can do that in our house right now so things like that are pretty cool that's awesome so you're you have a course first off like where can people find your course and your website and then can you tell us a little bit about it sure so my instagram handle at first i like to tell everyone moms who just want to learn i have so many highlights for free to just go and look through and flip through about oh, I was in there and today. vomiting and fevers and whatever you want to learn discipline about. And discipline and teething. <laughs> yeah. I have something to hopefully help a lot of moms. And so that's it, Shan, S-H-A-N, Trip T-R-I-P-P. And then if you want to look into my medical course that I created just for moms and parents to know those things that we're not taught when we bring home a newborn baby. And that's, again, shantrip.com. And it'll run you through all the things that are in there and definitely, most definitely save you a trip to the doctor and hopefully even some children's lives in the future. It's been a really big blessing for me and a lot of moms. That's amazing. That's so amazing. I also think it just helps us moms, like you were saying, be able to enjoy motherhood a little bit and not have all the anxieties and worries about all the little things that may be happening or not happening. Some moms, I'm, I'm not like, we can be a little bit like helicopter moms, you know what I mean? (laughs) Especially when it comes to the safety of our children. So being educated and informed and just knowing what to do in certain situations is definitely, I feel like the best, I would almost say like advice, but like the best way to like handle those situations. So we aren't panicked and that we can be like tunnel visioned in and be able to help our children. Definitely. I think that like in the beginning of motherhood, you know, your baby or kid would get a fever and you're like, Oh, oh my gosh, they have a fever. And you just immediately, like, you're like, they have a fever, they have a fever. And then you learn- Fevers are scary. They Yes, they can. (laughs) They can be scary. (laughs) They can be scary. Um, But fevers are not a bad thing. Fevers are actually, like, incredible. Like, that's that's your child saying, my body knows what it's doing. Don't worry, mom. You know, like, this this is doing what it needs to do. Don't worry. You don't have to even worry till, like, day three or five, or unless I do this. And there's just little things to worry or to think about when little things happen to your kids and you don't have to immediately be like, "Ah," you know, they just, there's some ways to, ways to educate yourself so that you can, yeah, enjoy it and feel a little bit less anxiety and more control and make educated decisions. I remember the scariest moment with Emerson when she was 
I want to say three weeks old, um, she had torticollis and out of nowhere, it just like popped up. And so she had Mm -hmm. what looked like a tumor on her neck and I was nursing her one night and I looked over and it was just there. And I was like, Oh my God, Tanner, like this is, this wasn't there today. And why is there this big giant lump on her neck? And we were so panicked as new parents and we took her to the ER and it took forever for them to do like the ultrasound on her neck and for us to get our results. We were there for like eight hours and we mm-hmm. literally, I thought my child is dying, you know, like all these horrible things, but it ended up just being torticollis. But that panic feeling is like no other when you don't, when you're experiencing something for the very first time as a new parent. Totally. It's so true. And it happens to all of us. And so just, I mean, and that's, what's so great about having the gift of intuition, you know, as a mom, because we just aren't we don't know a lot of things. And sometimes that intuition leads you to being panicked and getting them in sooner than later. And that's okay. That's definitely like something that I think is just a true gift for, for when being a mom, because we don't get any book that tells us how to do it. I'm definitely more of the mom that doesn't take their kid to the doctor. (laughs) I'm like, you have your babies in your closet. (laughs) (laughs) I'm more of like, let's wait and see. Like, you're probably fine. Let me look at, you know, that person. I, I'm not the, if you have a cold, you have a cold. We're fine. You'll get through it. Just, we'll just hydrate you. You know, I'm a little bit more like relaxed, honestly, but that torticollis moment was like, it was scary. That sounds scary. Oh my gosh. I just didn't know. Yeah. Can we also, what can tired moms do to help themselves with their immunity while they're taking care of their children? Oh my gosh. Such a good question. So sleep, (laughs) sleep. Oh no. What what is that? (laughs) If we have to scratch that one out, that really is, you know, that's so, so interesting. You asked that because that really is like when you look into whether it's medicine or whether it's holistic care, like sleep is a huge one that helps our immune system. And so doing what you can to sleep. Now, we don't get as much sleep as a lot of other people do in the world, but doing what you can to sleep does help. And again, going back to food, like what you're eating and feeding your body and drinking lots of water and taking those, I'm just going to put a plug in on zinc right now, taking extra zinc. It's amazing for immune systems. And you know, zinc is linked. I mean, we're just, we really are treating COVID patients with zinc. So right now, if we can just implement that into our homes, that helps a lot. But the the big ones are food and sleep and then stress level. Just trying to keep yourself. Oh dear. (laughs) Carly, (laughs) you cracked me up. Just trying to keep our, our stress level down a little bit. And, and, you know, all those things play into our immune system. And I think that sometimes we forget that as moms. So whatever we can do to, to manage those, those systems definitely will help. Well, I'll try. <laughs> <laughs> we, I probably should be drinking water instead of this, this extra thousandth cup of coffee today, but our, one of tomorrow our, is a new day. One of our last <laughs> guests, um, we had on talked about meditation. So maybe Carly, you could add a little bit of that back in. Oh the, yeah. The med- sure. meditating. I've definitely thought about that <laughs> in the time that I have to do. That. Oh yes. You know, cause we have oh, all the time man. in the world to do those things. Yeah. <laughs> I know. Um, well, one, um, of the last questions I have is, can you leave us with some of your, like your best tips for caring for your child? Like maybe your top couple, like 
go-tos for maybe new moms. Do you mean as far as keeping them safe and like out of the ER or just caring for them? Maybe both. (laughs) (laughs) You know, if you guys wanted, I have a, I have a list and I've made, and I actually worked with my colleagues on this of 10 things you should try to never do as a mom to keep your kids safe. Like the most devastating things that I have learned as an ER nurse. Oh yeah. Can you give us some of those? I can give you some. I could also, if you guys have like an email, I could just send you a free PDF for your peeps to download. But Yes, that would be amazing. That would be awesome. Okay. Yeah. I mean, a couple of them are definitely when we come to to uh, head injuries, like put a helmet on your kids. I know it's hard and it's inconvenient. Put a helmet on your kids. Lock your second story windows. Kids fall out mm. of windows all Ugh. the time. Put them in car seats you know, clean your house up so that they don't have choking hazards all over. Know what to do if your kid, <laughs> if your kid jokes, watch them in the water. I mean, even blinds, like there's some random things in this list and you're going to be like, why'd she put that in there? And that's because that is some of the most tragic things that have happened over and over and oh. over again. Like people, kids getting strangled in blinds. Mm. But like blind oh cords, like the cords that hang. Yeah, I have to put those up now because Bella thinks they're so funny, and she tries to put them around her neck. Yeah, it happens. And so kids now play I loop them. them up every time. Yep. See, Carly, you're already doing it. See, now you don't even have to Listen. be anxious about it because you're already looping them up. <laughs> <laughs> my dog also got trapped in one of those one day. Oh, oh my, gosh. my gosh, those things are bad. They really are bad, and people don't really realize that. But it it happens a lot, and it's it's enough to put yeah. me in. Enough to put it in the top 10. Yeah. That's crazy. Wow. Yeah. Um, my head is just like thinking about all those things now. I'm like, are all my windows upstairs locked? <laughs> I'm like going to go check right now. I don't think mine are, but I'm going to do that now for sure. Although our windows are so heavy. Bella's definitely not strong enough and Charlie definitely isn't strong enough. Yes. I mean, just making sure that like the windows aren't open with a screen and your kids are playing upstairs without you for you know? sure but there yeah, yeah. that's the, like that's the whole idea if anybody feels anxious if you guys are feeling anxious about all of these things that can happen to our kids I think as moms when we just like most kids grow up healthy and strong that's usually what happens yes yeah. sometimes bad things happen it doesn't happen all of the time but we can do things as moms to help prevent bad things from happening. And then we can also learn as moms so that when bad things do happen, we know how to help. So it's not, it's not this, it doesn't have to make you feel, it doesn't have to be a heavy weight on your shoulders. It really doesn't. There's so many things that we can do to help empower us to just know that we're doing the very best job for our babies that we can. I like that you use the word empower because I feel like there are so many things that are obviously out of our control in the world, no matter what. And sometimes that is just freak accidents. But if we have like the tools, then we can feel a little bit more prepared and it does make us feel empowered as mothers that we're doing the best we can. You're exactly right. Because we all just are doing the very best we can. Yes. (laughs) Yes. <laughs> well, thank, That's all we can do. Thank you so much, Shannon, for joining us. And one last time, where can people find you? Sure. So at Shan Trip, S-H-A-N-T-R-I-P-P on Instagram. And then that's my website as well, shantrip.com. Awesome. Thank you so much, Shannon. Thank you, guys. It was so good to talk to you. Thank you so much. Same. Man, you know what I was like not – I wasn't prepared for how many – things I know that sounds so dumb because now I'm prepared for them but now I'm like oh my gosh there's so many bad things that can happen to your kid 
Yeah, I I mean, it is very easy to go down that rabbit hole, especially when she started talking about like those top 10 things. And I was like, oh my gosh, like, what if that did happen? You know, I just think about how devastating a freak accident is, but that's why they're freak accidents. They don't happen very often. But if we do stuff like educate ourselves, like she said, then we are more prepared for those situations. Right. um, Or can easily just prevent them from happening in the first place which I think is so important because especially as first moms like first time moms when we're on this steep learning curve and we're just learning as we go there are some things that just like fly by us that we would never even think of so to have somebody who's like made a course or has like a top 10 uh, list is just so helpful because it's it's getting the assistance that we you know of things we would have never thought of totally but she's, and then you don't have to panic as much. Yeah. And we all, like she said, we all deserve to just like try to enjoy motherhood a little bit more. And especially when we care so much about our babies and their safety, it's so hard not to worry. Oh, yeah. Especially definitely. nowadays where there's just no, you know, we don't have our normal routines and things are just no. changing by the second. And we don't know what the future is. So. Um, ah, that's so scary. She is so yeah. sweet, though. She was so nice and kind and. I commend her for being a pediatric ER nurse because the things that she's probably seen as a mother that, you know, like you don't want to see. And it's just amazing that she helps so many children. And You have to be so strong to be able to do that because, yeah, I mean, there's nothing sadder than like a sick kid. And then going home and like compartmentalizing your work life from your home life. And Mm -hmm. but it's a lot. Yeah. So I truly commend her. She now works. I mean, she's now I think she just does um, her course full time. She lives in Hawaii with her children and and her spouse. And they just kind of I think they homeschool and just kind of like live a lifestyle that I would envy. (laughs) Just Oh, my gosh. I know. But everybody really seriously also go check out her Instagram because there's tons of so much tips as well. I was on there this morning and there's tons of stuff. There's even stuff about like, yeah, like teething and. Um, yeah, like discipline, all sorts of things that we uh, didn't really delve into on here as well. So helpful. Um, and then we'll be, yeah, we'll be putting the uh, top 10 PDF down below in the show notes. So you can just grab that anytime you want to as well. Yeah. And we'll also throw it up in our Facebook group too. I feel like all of our listeners who are in the Facebook group can find it in there. But And if you guys aren't in our Facebook group, come join us. We would love to have you. Yeah, it's a lot of fun. It's it's kind of taken on a life of its own where it's this uh, mommy group and everyone helps each other and they're super supportive and it's a really fun a really fun space to be. So if you guys want to check that out as well. Well, thank you guys so, so much for listening. We seriously, we love you. I mean, we couldn't do this without you. And if you can, please go rate our podcast five stars and... Um, Leave us a nice little comment because it it really helps other moms find us and uh, we just also appreciate it. It makes our day. It makes our day. (laughs) Thanks, guys. All right. Thank you, guys. (laughs) We'll talk to you next week. Bye. Bye.